0: And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that
1: strange-looking man, you? That's Carl. Cool. I met him at the laundry, man. Him
0: sing. Sam, sweetheart.
2: I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away.
0: The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Master Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits.
3: Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> guys, guys, guys! Fellas, did we could listen to the radio or something?
4: Hello everyone, I'm Carl Amari and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the tantalizing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, John Dixon Carr is our host. For Murder by Experts from 1949. But first, Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics, and I'll try to guess the name of the songs while you play along at home, right, Lisa?
5: Right, Carl. And you didn't do well last week, even no. though I thought you would. And Missed you all were of them. Really in a bad mood the whole rest of the night, well, all the way home. Because
4: it is your fault. And when it I was miss all it. my
5: fault, and especially because you blamed it on the order. Had I changed the order, you felt that yeah. you would have done better. Give me the one um, that. I'm I don't gonna... accept any of that blame, but. Um, because you were in such a bad mood and I didn't want to drive home with you in that kind of mood, I I feel like these songs will be much more successful. Okay. So I think you're going to How many to do am well. I getting, Mike? Mike, what do you say?
4: I think you're not going to remember the title for the first one. Just a guess, so I'll say two. Two That's out of three.
5: Funny. I'm going to say two, but I think you're not going to get the second one. Okay. So we'll see how that oh, goes. Oh, man, the pressure. Okay? Yeah. Here we go. Here's your first song. Okay. Tommy used to work on the docks
4: Tommy used to work on the docks
5: Union's been Tommy on strike Tommy
4: used to work on the docks
5: Union's been on strike Union's been on strike He's down on his luck. Down on his leg It's tough
4: It's tough. So, tough so tough So tough Gina
5: works the diner Gina all day Gina works a diner all day Working for her man
4: Working for her man She brings, she home, her brings pay. home her pay For love For love For love for love.
5: She says, we've got we a hold on. She says, we've got to
4: hold
5: To what we've to got. To what we've got. It doesn't make a difference, difference if, if we you make, make, it make it or, or not.
4: not. Yeah?
5: We've got each other. I mean, we, and that's a lot. To love.
4: To love.
5: Well, we'll give it a shot. Uh, uh, so
4: c- come on. C- give me that again.
5: What? What do you want? Take Which me part? right up to the chorus. I did.
4: Do it. Just give me the l- couple of lines before the chorus.
5: It doesn't make a difference, difference. if we make, make it, it or, or not.
4: not. We've got uh, each other,
5: and that's a we're lot. We're
4: halfway there, Oh, living on a there prayer. There it is.
5: Bon Jovi.
4: I got it! <laughs> I got it! <laughs>
5: bon Jovi, so living on
4: a prayer. So who's more handsome me or bon jovi
5: i really can't compare I mean,
4: who sings better
5: i still can't compare there is no way i'll to say
4: compare.
5: me sure i think you should
4: i'll say me and i mean you
5: definitely don't have any confidence issues no so that's good you're very comfortable with yourself so yeah that's admirable
4: i've been working out
5: yeah i heard that you know Right.
4: I got it. I got it. Well, I, I thought you'd get
5: this one. I'm a little concerned about the next one. There we go. All
3: right. I got
4: it. Got All right. It. Here we okay. go. Let's right. go to
5: the next one. Okay. I got one. And this is the one I'm concerned about for okay. you.
4: Okay. Me
1: too.
5: Just a small town girl.
4: Just a small town girl. Living yeah. Living
5: in a lonely world. This is...
4: um. I tell you, even who this is. Okay. Okay. This she is. She took uh, the
5: midnight train going this anywhere. This is
4: Steve Perry.
5: Just a city boy. Just
4: a city boy. Born and raised. Born and in south. Raised in so- Born and raised in South Detroit. He took the midnight he took train. Took the going midnight anywhere. train going anywhere. A singer in a smoky room. A singer in a smoky room. A, a smell of wine and, smell cheap of perfume. and cheap
5: perfume. For a smile, they can share. For a the smile, night. they can share. It goes on and on, on and on. on and on. Yeah. Right? Right. Strangers waiting Strangers up and down wait. the boulevard. Right. Their shadows searching in the night.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Anything? Yeah. Street lights, people. Street lights. Living people. just to find emotion. Mhm. Hiding somewhere in the night.
4: Yeah. Is it Steve Perry? It's Steve Perry, right? He's the singer, but the band is uh I'll think of the band. But go ahead, keep going.
5: Um Take me up to the lights, lyrics.
4: Streetlights, people, people. living
5: just to find emotion.
4: Take me up to the chorus. I'm
5: trying, hiding. You're getting aggravated somewhere in the night, Mm -hmm. working hard to get my fill. Yeah, everybody wants a thrill. Mm -hmm. Paying anything to roll the dice just one more time. Um, Some might win, some'll lose. Some are going to bring sing the blues. Sing the blues. Well, the movie never ends. It goes on On and and on and on and on. on and
4: on. Yeah. Yeah,
5: that's that's it. That's all you get.
4: That gets me to the chorus. then the cor The, Listen, the title is... of the song is the next thing after on and on. Take me right up to the title.
5: Well, that's all I have in front of me, Carl. That's the first two verses. So I don't know the exact. So that's Steve
4: line. Perry from. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. What band is that again? Mm-hmm. Um,
5: I I already did the chorus for you. Oh, I can go back to it. It's street lights, people. Street that's lights. the chorus. People,
4: People.
5: live in just to find emotion.
4: Right? That's how it goes, Mike, right? I'm kind of doing it right.
5: Hiding somewhere in the night.
4: Night. That's
5: all I can give you. This was the one I thought you may not know. Ah, You're so close.
4: Street lights. Right. People. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the next line? Living just, just to
5: find emotion. Living just uh, to find emotion. hi somewhere in the night.
4: night. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I've heard, I know it, but yeah. I can't think of the name. It's Steve Perry.
1: Just a small town girl.
4: Steve Perry, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
6: He took
4: the midnight train going anywhere. I
5: have to be a
4: huge fan of this song. Born and raised in South Detroit. He took the midnight train going anywhere. What's the group again? Journey. Yeah, Journey. Singer in a smoke room. I smell the wine is the sweet perfume. perfume.
0: For a smile they
4: can share the night. It goes on, on and on and on, on and on. Is it called strangers? It don't stop believing. Uh, I I would have never gotten it. I know. I would have never gotten it.
5: All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've Yo, got I one so far. I know. I think you'll get the last one. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. I bet she never had a backstreet guy. I bet she
4: she never had it. This is right. Yeah. Billie I bet jo- her mama Joel. never told her, her why, why. Yeah.
5: She's been living in a white bread world. Right. Uh, as long as anyone with hot blood. Girl. There it is. Uh, 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 uh,
4: uh, uh, <laughs> Uptown girl. She's been living in a white stone. Yeah, we up. Backstreet a back back street, street guy. guy. I never, never Told girl. her. And you know, you know how I got it? Because
5: Um, because it's Uptown Girl by Billy
4: Joel. I'm a big Billy Joel fan. But no, I happened to be watching Howard Stern interviewing Billy Joel. Joel Oh, wow. Yeah. On what? uh, It was on, I think it was on YouTube. Wow. And he was interviewing him and they were talking about this song and he said he wanted to write a song sort of like, a Frankie Valli song, okay. right? So it's like you know, like with okay. the high voice, uptown girl. You know, like it was almost like a tribute to Frankie Valli. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, so this I, this was kind of fresh on my mind. Well, anyway, I got two out of three. Well, good job, Not bad, That's Lisa fun. Wolf. Now
5: you'll be happy all the way home. Yeah,
4: good job. <laughs> now, now, now you can ride home with me.
5: Okay, fair deal.
4: <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, murder by experts on our Halloween show. Stick around
0: more hollywood 360 after these important messages now back to the best in classic
4: radio on hollywood 360 murder by experts came to radio in 1949 the hosts were john dixon carr and brett halliday they were uh, famous writers and they would take uh, incredible detective and mystery stories and dramatize them on radio. And uh, New York's best actors were in the supporting casts like Lawson Zerby and Carl Weber and Roger DeCoven In this particular episode, Ken Lynch is the star. It's called Prescription for Murder, July 11 1949. Here's Murder by Experts.
6: Murder by Experts. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents Murder by Experts. With your host and narrator, Mr. John Dixon Carr, world-famous mystery novelist and author of the recently published bestseller, The Life of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. This is John Dixon Carr. Each week at this time, Murder by Experts brings you a story of crime and mystery, which has been chosen for your approval by one of the world's leading detective writers. Those experts who are themselves masters of the art of murder and can hold tensity at its highest. This time, our guest expert is the noted mystery writer, Mr. Bruno Fisher, who has selected a first-moving, realistic study of a killer at large. Written by Joseph Ruskell and Paul Monash. And now we present Kenneth Lynch in Prescription for Murder. On a Midwestern highway, a car bearing two men moves at a good speed through a dark and stormy night... The driver of the car has just turned on the car radio. Now for the local and state news. A giant manhunt is on tonight for
3: escaped convict Curly Elkins, who shot his way out of the state prison at Harmon a few hours ago, killing two guards in the getaway. Roads in the vicinity of Harmon have been blocked, and search parties are combing the woods for the escaped desperado. All citizens are asked to be on the alert for Elkins, who is armed and dangerous. Elkins is six feet two, blue eyes, brown curly hair, pale complexion, with a horizontal scar on the left
2: cheek. He was last seen wearing. Why didn't you turn it off,
3: Doc? Why I? Well, that is the fog's bad enough without news like that distracting me. Now watch that wheel, Doc. Your hands shaking. Why are you so nervous? Nervous? Well, it's 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 just this this fog. I can't see an inch ahead of me. It gives me the jitters Oh, yeah
2: Say, thanks for stopping and give me a lift Oh, that's perfectly all right Didn't think I'd ever get a lift tonight No one likes to take on a hitchhiker You from these parts? In a way You said you were going into town? Yeah Which town? Oh, same one you're headed for Somerset? Yeah, Somerset, that's it No, it's funny how you get chummy on the road and tell your life's history, huh? See, you're Dr. Richard Bennett. You're going to Somerset to take over some ailing old MD's practice. His daughter, too, huh? Uh, What's her name again? Marsha?
3: Yes. uh, uh, What town did I pick you up at, friend?
2: Harmon. So you've never seen Marsha or her old man, huh? Why, no. No, I haven't. Just exchanged letters with her from overseas, Japan. Now, here you are, coming to a strange town to take over. <laughs> Life history. It's funny the way guys open up on the road, ain't it? Now, you take me. You know all about me, too, huh? No, I don't.
3: You sure? You didn't say a word. You didn't open your
2: mouth till now, just now, and... When what? When you turned the radio off and stared at me? I stared at you? Yeah. Hey, watch the road, Doc. What was so interesting? Nothing. Uh, nothing at all. No, no, come on, tell me, Doc. Why did you look at me like that? Why the sudden once over? The once over? <laughs> what gave you that idea? Never mind my ideas, Doc. I'm wondering about yours. But listen, y- you suddenly got a bright idea, didn't you, Doc? You saw the light, huh? <laughs> Maybe you can see this, too, this gun. Now, wait a second. Okay, Doc, just pull over to the side of the road. Come on, Doc, be smart, pull over.
3: Oh, no. No, I'm not going to pull over. I'm going faster. It's 55 now, 60. You can't shoot me, Elkins, not now. Not while I keep it going this fast. You got
2: this figured all wrong, Doc. I can let you have it after all. What have I got to lose? If I get caught, it's the chair. If we go off the road, so I get killed, so what? But you, you get killed, too, Doc. And you've got a lot to lose. Now, look. I'm going to count to five, Doc. If you don't stop by then, I'm going to give it to you. One. Listen, Doc, stop the car now and you'll be okay. Two. Maybe I'll take your car, but what have I got to gain by killing you? Three, Doc, three. I'm not stopping. Out here in the country, you'll be stranded for the night, but I don't have to shoot you, Doc. I'll get my head start. Four. I said four, Doc. Getting kind of close. How how do I know you won't shoot me? It's your only chance. If you don't stop now, I'm sure they're gonna let you have it. The other way you got a chance. Ah, that's better, Doc. Now you're playing it smart. Okay, Doc, get out, but don't try anything. Now look, Elkins. You have nothing to gain by... But... I know, Doc. I said that myself. Now start walking into those woods. But... Don't argue with me. Get going. You still got a chance, Doc. Just trust your luck. Been pretty good so far. Got you to be a Sawbones. Got your girl. Uh, this'll do, Doc. Stop here. Now he can't be seen from the road.
3: Elkins, I was only trying to be a decent guy, giving you a ride. Sure, at... Doc. You're
2: a good guy. You're a big guy, too. Just about my size. Take off your coat, Doc. We're going to change clothes. Sure. Sure. Come on. Your shirt, too. Here's my coat. With a shirt. All right. Silk shirt, huh? Nice. The pants. Come on. Hurry, all right, hurry. All right. It's fine. It's fine. Don't bother to put my stuff on. You won't catch cold. You don't have to be modest because...
6: (laughs) Oh! Oh.
2: (laughs) Blue garters. What do (laughs) you know? New suit of clothes in the car. What a break. They're allowed to get cool. Spark plugs must be wet. Come on, baby. Start. Stop. Ain't somebody coming. Motorcycle cop.
3: All right, you.
2: What's the idea? Oh, what's the matter? Your taillight's out. Want somebody to come along and smash into you? Oh, gosh, it was on last time I noticed. Headlights are okay. Uh, let me start my motor, see if that makes any difference.
3: All right. Maybe it went on then. Right, just a second, I'll have a look. No, switch on your brights. See if it works that way.
2: Okay, just a second. Yeah, copper, just a second while I shift into the reverse like
1: this. Ah!
2: Some copper. What's that? roadblock. I don't know. They wouldn't waste any time.
3: Hey, you want to get killed? Didn't you see this roadblock? I know. I... Sorry, officer. The fog, you know. Well, let's see your license. Jameson, you come on to the side. Okay, right.
2: What's the matter, officer?
3: something yeah, wrong? Yeah, plenty. Some guy escaped from the state prison. Now, let's see your license. My license? You got one, ain't you?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's right here. My, my wallet, someplace. Yeah, here it
3: is. Let's see now. Uh, six feet two. 190. Brown hair. Yep. Bennett. Dr. Richard Bennett? Huh? Oh, so you're the new doc coming to Somerset. What? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I heard old Doc Milburn's been expecting you. Doc Milburn's expecting him. The whole town's expecting him. Uh, Excuse us for stopping you like this, Doc. Yes, sir, this is a heck of a reception. Uh, Practically being me mistook for an escaped convict. Well, uh, look, Red, I got an
0: idea. Why don't we greet Doc Bennett here in style? You're going off-duty in a few minutes anyway. Give him a motorcycle escort to Marsh's place. See,
3: that's a swell now, idea. Well, wait a minute. Well, I don't take go no for an answer. No,
0: sir. Boy, would I like to see Marsh's face when you pull up with that siren going. Right, now, look, fellas. I
3: appreciate all Skip this. Skip it, but... Doc. I'm already on the motorcycle. Come on. Let's go. Go ahead, Doc. When my relief shows up in time. I'll bring up the rear.
4: All right, that is the first portion of Murder by Experts, July 11th, 1949, Prescription for Murder, starring Kenny Lynch, and hosted by the great John Dixon Carr. John Dixon Carr wrote a lot of uh, mystery and detective uh, fiction. He was one of the most successful writers of his uh, time, and um, they felt, well, Let's get him to be the host because he has this great resume. And it did it did add a lot of, uh, you know, cachet to the program. And this show was very popular, Murder by Experts. Um, it ran from just a couple of years, but while it was on the air, it did very well. It came a little late, you know, coming to Radio 1949. So that's what happened, Lisa. Good for you? Yeah. All right. We'll get back to it right after this short break. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense and Burns and Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of their radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on 5 CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full 5-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. All right. So we're listening to Murder by Experts, Lisa. And this series was written, produced, and directed by Robert A. Arthur and David Kogan. And um, they were the same two guys that wrote The Mysterious Traveler and also The Strange Doctor Weird. Also, The Sealed Book. There's a lot of... um, they were really, really um, prolific writers, and they were writing partners. They um, they worked together uh, for many, many years. I um, I got to work with uh, David Kogan quite a bit um, years ago when he um, he licensed me these these episodes, and then um, he also wrote um, some forewords on some some uh, Smithsonian books that I was writing. You know, for the Smithsonian Institute where we were putting out collections of these shows along with a booklet. Um, And he did a four. I think he did at least one forward for me. Great guy. Super nice guy. Um, Very, um, you know, full of all kinds of information about those days. He lived it. You know, he was was there. Um, And these shows were all done at um, Mutual in uh, New York. Um, and they were, um, they just had like an orchestra. They didn't have like a big orchestra. They just had an organ generally on these shows. Um, but this is a great series, Murder by Experts. This is a prescription for murder, July 11th, 1949, starring Ken Lynch. Here's the conclusion.
3: Doc, here's the house
2: Well, uh, thanks a lot, officer Uh, I'll see you later Sure, sure,
3: but, uh, let me get Marsha first No, hmm? no, that's all right, you just run along I don't mind at all Hey, Marsha
1: Marsha Hello, Red Is something wrong?
3: Wrong? Everything's fine Look who I got with me Who? Him Don't you know him?
1: Red, I, I never saw that man before in my life. Hey, what goes.
3: Look, you, didn't you say you was Dr. Richard Bennett? Why, yes, yes.
2: Dr. That...
1: Richard Bennett? Oh, Dick, can you ever forgive me? Say, what
2: is this? <laughs> I thought you'd recognize me at first sight, Marsha, after all our letters. Oh,
1: Dick, do come in, please. Uh, don't stand out here. Now look, Marsha, Oh, it's is all going... right, Red, and thanks for showing him the way. You see, Red, we'd, we'd never really met, well... <laughs> Anyway, it's all right. (laughs) I'll
3: be... Leave it to a woman to foul things up, eh, Doc? Had me thinking you were that escaped
1: convict or something for a minute. Oh, (laughs) Red. Well, be seeing you. Goodbye, Red. Well, Dick, do come in, please. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, don't stand out there. Come on. You know, we'd just about given you up. It's so late, and Dad and I thought that with the fog and all over the road, well... Look, I'll call Dad.
2: You know, I hoped you'd look like this, but I never thought. But I, I, I would have known you. Oh,
1: I, I think I'd have known you too, Dick, if you'd given me one second more. Tall, serious looking. But you didn't write me that you were wounded. Wounded? Well, that scar on your cheek.
2: Oh, that oh, Well,
1: I... Who's that just came
0: in, Marshall?
1: Dad! He's here. Uh, Who? Dr. Bennett. Dr. Bennett? Well, well, at
0: last.
1: Hello, Dick.
0: Don't mind my calling you that, though we've never met. Good to see you, Dr. Milburn. Uh, You must be tired and hungry. Well, I, I am a little. Of course you are. I'll show you up to your room and... Marsha, warm up something for Dick.
1: All right, Dad. Uh,
0: hurry, or I'll tell Dick all about Scotty, the motorcycle cop used to keep company with. Oh,
1: Dad.
0: Until your male romance started, of course. Well, we can all have a nice long chat. You two can talk about those soulful letters, but <laughs> save me a moment with him, Marsha, to discuss his new patient.
1: <laughs> all right, Dad. And, uh...
0: I'd like him to see some X-ray plates. I've just developed them right this way, Dick. okay. Over here. Here they are, Dick. X-ray shots. Get to know your future patients inside out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know it's late, but uh, here's one I'd like your diagnosis on. My diagnosis? We'll see if it checks with mine. Here, yeah, take it. Now hold it up to the light. Now, what do you
2: make of it? What What do I make of it? Well, uh, I'd say... I'd say... What?
0: Dick. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> You will have your little joke, eh? Uh, What do you mean? Oh, you know well enough what I mean. (laughs) You're holding that X-ray upside down.
2: Boy, I'm hungry. Never been hungrier in my life.
1: Do you want any more, Dick?
2: No, no, you just take it easy.
1: Dick, you seem so jumpy. Is there anything wrong?
2: Wrong? No, I'm just tired. and Well, you know how it is, coming into a strange town, taking over a new practice, patience I don't even know. Got me sort of phased.
1: But that's what I always like about you, your attitude. Attitude? When things go wrong, out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, you finish it, Dick.
2: Uh, finish it?
1: I'd like to hear you say it. Say what? With the rest of the poem. The
2: poem? I... I don't know it. Oh,
1: stop kidding, Dick. It's Invictus.
2: Yeah? Well, I still don't know it.
1: Well, that's strange.
2: Why? Some people like one poem, others... well, they don't.
0: What's strange?
1: Because that was your favorite poem, Dick. You quoted it to me in one of your letters. Remember?
0: How are you feeling now, Dick? Uh... Oh, okay, I guess. i better get a good night's rest. Then you can start right in tomorrow. Tomorrow? You mean start treating patients tomorrow? Oh, yes. Sooner
2: you take over, the better. Oh, but I'm all fagged out, Doc. I, I need a rest. Oh, by tomorrow, you'll be as fresh as day No, no. Look, I, I need a couple of days. That's all. A couple of days, and then I'll be all set. Well, uh, Dick... Uh, let me get um, accustomed to things, and
1: then... I'll see who it is, Dad. Excuse me, Dick.
3: Is your dad in, Marsha? Yes,
1: Red. Oh, good Lord, what's happened?
3: There's been an accident.
1: Why, why, it's Scotty.
3: Yep, he must have got run over. We found him lying on the road near his motorcycle, unconscious. Dad! Dad!
1: Yeah? Come here, quick! Uh, uh, what's happened? It's Scotty. He was run over. Oh,
0: great oh, heavens, bring him into my office. Easy now. Easy. All right, Doc.
1: Yeah, take right. it easy.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, put him
3: down there.
1: Here? Oh. Yeah, uh, on the couch. Okay. Scotty?
3: Oh, Scotty. Looks like hit and run, Doc. Yeah? I'm going down to headquarters and reporting. Yes, Red, you do that. Uh, call me at headquarters when you finish. finished. Marsha, this is Here, a... Dad. Oh, got to cut away his
0: <laughs> uniform. <laughs> oh,
1: Scotty. Scotty, uh, this is Marsha. Listen, Scotty. What happened?
0: Mm, no nasal or oral hemorrhage. good. Some... Some guy... Car parked at the side of the road. Easy now. I want to listen to your heart.
1: How is he, Father?
0: He'll be all right. Oh,
1: thank goodness.
0: Multiple contusions and abrasions. Will Chuck. you have to
1: move him to the hospital, Dad? Well,
0: not now. First aid right now. He, he ran over me on purpose. but to kill me. What? I, I, I think it was escape killer, Curly Elkins.
1: Curly Elkins? Did you
0: get a good look at him?
1: Uh, Scotty, describe him and we'll notify headquarters. Well...
0: His height was about... Dr. Milburn, I'll uh, I'll take over this patient. But, uh, Dr. Bennett, I don't... Well, I I thought you wanted to wait a few days. I know, but you were right. I got to begin
2: sometime. It may as well be now.
1: That that, that, that voice. What is it, Scotty? That that voice. Just... now.
0: Oh. He's lost consciousness again. What did he say?
1: I don't know. Something about a voice. Just leave
0: him to me. I'll handle it. Well, um... Let me explain the case. I know. Um, It's an accident case.
2: How did you know? I'm a mind reader.
0: (laughs) Pretty obvious, isn't it? Well, um, my diagnosis... I'll make my own diagnosis. uh, All right, but uh, I'll just stay around and help. No, no help. What? No
2: one's going to help me when you're gone, so I want to handle my very first case in this town alone. Very well. But,
1: Dick, can't I? I I always help father in cases like... No, no,
2: Marsha. You go too. Now, don't worry. I know he means a lot to you both. Rest easy. I'll take good
0: care of him. Very good care of him. Ryan. All right. Let's go, Marcia. How do you feel,
2: Scotty? Uh, who, who are you? That you know. Honest. How did you get run over? Did you get a good look at the driver? No. You sure?
3: I, I, I want to see old Doc Milburn. Why? What do you want to tell him? You
2: sure you can't identify that driver? No. I don't believe you. You're lying. You said that voice. What voice? What did you
3: mean? I, I, I want to talk to Marsha and the Doc. Let me see him. I'm
2: taking care of you, Scotty. I'm going to fix you up good right now. The scalpel ought to do the trick. Take it easy, Scotty. Lie still, just a little insurance, see? To make sure you'll be all right. Ah!
1: I wish he'd hurry with Scotty. Dad, there's something funny about him, isn't there?
0: You think so, too?
1: Yes, I do. I recited a poem to him, one he had sent me, and... Well, he didn't remember it.
0: Oh. That's nothing to condemn a man for, but... I don't know. Maybe we'd better check up while he's busy with Scotty. Yes,
1: I... I can call his club in Los Angeles. Get a description of him.
0: Maybe you'd better.
1: All right. Hello? Hello, operator? Operator? Put down that phone.
2: I said put down that phone. That's better. We don't want the police now, do we?
1: What have you done to Scotty?
2: Get a box for him after I'm gone. Oh,
1: Dr. Bennett? You're not Dr.
2: Bennett? That's right. My name is Elkins, Curly Elkins. Oh. Dr. Bennett is lying out in the woods with a bullet in his head. Hello. I got a bullet for each of you, too, if you make one false You're move. You're
0: not going to get away with this,
2: Elkins. Dad, don't. Why, you old... <laughs>
1: Dad! Oh. Dad.
2: That was dumb of you, Doc. Never rush a guy with a gun. Now, listen to me, both of you. In case the cops return to check on Scotty's condition, you won't let him in the door. Scotty was fixed up, see, and went away for a rest. If either of you say one word out of turn, you're going to get it.
1: What do you want from us? Why don't you leave?
2: Uh, 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 I'm staying right here, sister, right in this house until the heat's off. Remember this. I just as soon kill you as look at you. I'm staying put. You're going to cover for me. Because if you don't, if you or your old man try anything, or give me away its curtains for both of you. Now, how does that sound? Convincing? Well, 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 that wasn't such a bad night, now, was it? Cozy, just the three
0: of us. <laughs> a lot better than the pen, huh? You can't keep this up forever, Elkins. Someone's sure to find out.
2: And then... Then it's flowers for you. Yeah, and for your Marsha, too. Get up, Doc. I don't like to see you always laying around, see?
1: Can't get up. You hurt his back when you hit him with your gun. But we'll get even with you, Elkins. You can't keep us prisoners forever. One of us will find a way. You can't always stay up chain-smoking. You've got to go to sleep sometime.
2: Yeah, sure I do, sis. But when I do, I'll take your old man into the room with me and tie him up. Then I'll lock the door and sleep with a gun under my pillow. If anyone tries to get
0: into that room... You've got it all figured out, haven't you, Elkins? But what are you going to do in a couple of hours when my patients come in? <laughs> I thought of that too, Doc. You'll tell them all you got
2: kind of crippled falling down the stairs, see, and you'll send them away. But you won't let out one peep because all the time I'll be upstairs with Marcia. She'll stay alive as long as you play ball, Doc. That's just how long, no more. let taking take so long? Hurry up with that coffee. It's not boiled yet, Elkins. What's taking her so long, you're growing it? Gotta have a swallow of java, you hear?
0: Ah, she's bringing it the matter? Why so jumpy? Why your eyes so bloodshot? Shut up. Look at your hands, trembling. What is it? Conscience? I doubt Shut it. Shut up, Doc. Clam up, you, you hear? Nerves? What are you afraid of? You've got the gun in your hand. Clam up, I say. You're up.
2: <laughs> Let's see who's jumpy soon as i've had my coffee just wait gonna be glad to get rid of me hey doc half an hour it'll be dark and i'm scramming out of here you feel good about that eh sawbones i can't say i'll be sorry <laughs> you hear that march he thinks i'm going off and leave you two here to blow the whistle on me he
0: thinks i'm fool enough to do that let they take me for a dope elkins no good heavens man surely you won't Elkins do anything you want to me, but Marsha... She's deaf and dumb. She can't talk to the cops. I promise we won't. We won't breathe a word. Not a word. I beg you. <laughs> Ask me, Doc. Ask me, right. Who knows?
1: Come on with that job. Coming. You like it hot, don't you?
2: Give it here. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I won't, Doc. Maybe I'll kiss you both Goodbye. Or maybe two bullets will do it. <laughs> Can't be sure, can Give you kind of a funny feeling, huh?
1: Drink your coffee.
2: Who's nervous now, huh? Don't know if you're alive or dead in a few minutes from now. Ain't that something?
1: Drink your coffee, Elkins. Why? Why what?
2: Why are you so anxious for me to drink this cup of coffee?
1: You wanted it, didn't you? Is it good? I hope so.
2: You hope so, huh? You hope maybe a few drops of poison will do the trick and get rid of me, What are you talking about? You wouldn't try a little thing like that now, would you, to save your own neck? Here, you drink it. Me? Yeah, you drink it. Drink it, I say. Take a few swallows.
1: Very well. Why not? For the silly things. Give it here. There. Are you satisfied now?
0: Okay.
2: Wasn't taking any chance, Give me that coffee now.
1: Dad. Dad.
0: Hmm.
1: BCD. BCD.
0: C2SO4, quick.
2: What's all that? What was that double talk?
0: Double talk,
1: Elkins?
2: Come on, spill it. What was it all about? Where's she run off to?
0: She's gone to the next room. To the dispensary. What for? To get a drink. Drink? Of what? Of a certain liquid... What for? What is this?
2: Tell me, you scheming old devil, or I'll kill you right now. What did she ask you? What did you answer? What...
0: My daughter just asked me the <sighs> antidote for poison. I gave it to her. Antidote? Poison? That no. poison coffee you both just drank, Elkins. No. It will take exactly 60 seconds to kill you. 60 seconds? Now, now... Wash.
1: Wash! Yes, Elkins? I, May I help you? I, Do you want something in this laboratory?
2: Add a door to swallow.
1: Oh, yes. I took some myself. I'm I quite well now, thank you.
2: Give, give it to me. Where is it?
1: No, isn't it a pity? I forget.
2: Where, Where is it? What bottle? All these bottles? Which one? Which? Doc,
0: Doc, tell me. Tell me which one. My, my inside's burning. Which one? C2SO4. What's that? The antidote. See what? But the full name's on the bottle. Well, what's it mean? What's the name? You're a doctor, huh? Doc, Doc. Surely you weren't merely posing. Give me a break. Any doctor would know, Dr. Bennett. Get it for me. It hearts, get it. I'd be glad to, Dr. Bennett. If you had crippled me, but I can't move, I must lie on this couch perhaps for life. Or else I'd get the bottle for you and save you. I'll
6: kill you. die. I'll... I'll... Oh.
0: No, Dr. Bennett. There is no antidote to death. <laughs>
6: And so the curtain falls on prescription for murder, which was chosen by guest expert Bruno Fisher, whose latest thriller, The Restless Hands, will soon be published. Next week at this time, Murder by Experts brings you the story of an invisible menace which terrorizes a whole city. Selected for your approval by the noted mystery writer, Mr. Lawrence Blockman. Until then, this is your host, John Dixon Carr, hoping you'll be with us again next week at this time. Prescription for Murder was written by Joseph Ruskell and Paul Monash. In the cast were Kenny Lynch, Kathy McGregor, Roger DeCovan, Bernie Grant, and Jack Curtis. Music is under the direction of Emerson Buckley, composed by Richard DuPage. Murder by Experts is produced and directed by Robert A. Arthur and David Cogan. All characters in our story were fictitious. Any resemblance to the names of actual persons was purely coincidental. This is Phil Tonkin speaking. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.
4: And next week, we'll have another great mystery for you. And this is John Dixon Carr, hoping that you will be with us again next week. Right, Lisa?
5: I think that's a, a real improvement for you.
4: I'm going to start doing the show like that.
5: You sound very, I don't know, This is John Dixon classy. Carr,
4: and I hope you will be with us again next week.
5: Yeah, it huh? sounds great. That's you, uh, I think you on. should maybe go with that.
4: I like doing impressions. I'm not that great at them. Really? But I just Thought enjoy you <laughs> But I enjoy it. I mean, the, you posted a video of me singing. Uh, again, unauthorized. Right,
5: Uptown Girl, but it was just maybe 30 seconds, and I just, um, it was that good. Really? Uh, it was that well, good. I so am good. Let everyone enjoy I your uh, dulcet tones. Make say. sure when
4: you do check out these videos, folks, do us a big favor. We're really close to 3,000 Facebook uh, likes so it'd be fun to get to uh, over three thousand. Right. We're like twenty nine something, right? So when you get there and Make you sure check this like out, us. yeah, like us. Um, we uh, you can watch our videos at um, Facebook and search Hollywood Three Hundred and Sixty Radio. Time for this month in music history,
5: and this is our final Halloween-related song. Here you go. <laughs>
4: What is it? What's the title? This is... Who's singing? I heat up like a burning flame. Um, I don't know. (laughs)
5: It's coming
4: right now. Abracadabra.
5: Steve Miller Band, oh, written yeah. by Steve Miller. Yeah. It was released in 1982.
4: And it was number one in the Billboard yeah, charts. That's a big
5: tune. Huge. a good time Tabra. Tell me no.
4: Ah, thanks, Lisa. Alright, more of Hollywood 360 in a moment. Make me cry. Keep me burning
0: for your love. More Hollywood 360 after these important
4: messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Well, next time on Hollywood 360, it's Arch Obler's Plays, You Bet Your Life, The Craft Music Hall, The Adventures of Sam Spade Detective, and Whitehall 1212. Be sure to visit our official website at Hollywood360radio.com. From my co-host, Lisa Wolf, our executive producer, Mike Costella, and my crabby brother, Vince Amari, this is Carl Amari saying, stay safe out there, hey, happy Halloween, and, uh, you know, get out there and trick-or-treat a little bit. Right, Lisa? Right,
5: get some good candy.
4: All right, thanks for listening, everyone. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebastegh, here, host of Retire Repurposed,